Yeah, I, and there's like the soccer stuff that that's really important to, to keep in mind. What? <laughs> Hell? You know, like soccer things that are really important. What? We got Doopy sister did on you, the pod. Did you cover that yet? Union goals scored by AJ and Luke, the Goofy Brothers. Hey guys, Doopy Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host, my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly. It is episode 85, and and guess what? It's it's episode Dracula Barnetta. Barnetta, we got to someone's number. Yeah, we've missed a couple guys before, but Barnetta, number 85. Good shout, Luke. Remembering that. We all yeah. like him. We all love him. Good player. Great guy. All right. So this, this episode is an exciting one. We got uh, some preseason thoughts. We actually have a couple signings to talk about. We have a game to preview, and we'll do it in the most Doopy Brother way possible. Some U.S. soccer news, April Fool's talk, and uh, then we'll give you some good old famous Doopy Brother predictions at the end of the episode for that CCL game. Oof. So, um, preseason, it's done. Union uh, lost a couple games. They finally won one. Um, yeah. So what, what were your thoughts on that preseason? Yeah, I mean, it was it was super exciting, like always, you know, we get to watch, get all this coverage and watch all the games, you know, full detail. Now, um, I, I watched like a half of one of the preseason games and that's about all about it. Um, but it's it's cool that it's over and it's cool that it's finally, you know, don't, don't, don't getting into into the real stuff. But, you know, there seems to be some positives that came out of it. Um, Paxton scored, scored a pretty dope goal, a couple megs, looked like his brother out there. And then Fontana got a brace against DC. Um, dude lost a score in the rain. So there's some positives, you know, seems some some exciting things to, to, to look out for this season. But um, yeah, I don't know. Any, any other takeaways other other than maybe Martinez got hurt and now he's he it's wasn't didn't look isn't as bad as it looked. So that's that's good. But anything else, AJ? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the biggest thing is I didn't get to see anything being in Virginia, and they have that stupid like radius that you can watch uh but in a way i'm kind of glad because i didn't have to overreact to pointless results the games are good because it gets guys obviously minutes and fitness but the results don't really matter obviously you know when i, I don't know you can't even name everyone who's on the field um yeah there's so cool. many there's so many uh like games in nmls where it's like the the, the roster or the lineup goes out and it's like trialist one trialist two trialist three yeah, <laughs> what yeah. is it? they just don't tweet it out then it doesn't matter yeah so like the results who care that it's good good exercise and stuff it's really um feeling it out and it's good to see those individual performances stand out uh also cool to see a bunch of new guys kind of getting minutes uh, mr stewart finlay um did he do a tuck did it does is he tuck I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see many photos of him or any videos or anything. It, that that's that'd be nice to have someone you know carry the legend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think it's important to give a talk every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's Harriel or Bezo. Like, I think it's they have to. Like, I mean, wouldn't that be a cool like team tradition that like whoever's on the right back side, like like that's what Ray leaves. They're like, oh, sorry, cool. we're not giving you Ring of Honor, but 
we have a positional requirement and <laughs> and like if if you're a play, like if they're like aj you got to tuck your shirt but you get to play pro soccer i would do that in a heartbeat um yeah i like so, that i like that cool okay so we know we know the union listened to the podcast based <laughs> on some of the stuff they put out we'll get to that but um cool all right, so let's talk about some of the new guys that were on the field. Um, well, I guess I guess uh, a new signing, actually. We kind of heard about it a little bit earlier, and then it was finally announced, and then he stepped on the field. So, Mr. Leon Flack, Flock a Flock of Flame? What the <laughs> flock is going on? Am I saying his name the right way? I don't know. So, Luke, what do you think about him? Uh, Leon Flack coming over from St. Pauli. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty excited about this signing. Like, I don't know if... I'm building it up in my head, but it, it like on paper, it seems like a pretty solid signing. I mean, he's a young guy, 20 years old, um, coming from a, an area where we, we've had some success. You know, we've got Wagner from lower leagues in Germany. Spilko came from there and played in, the, in those leagues. So like there's there's a track record there that 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 we could hopefully see Flack be, you know, have, have some impact on this roster. And then like. I don't know, looking at like his positions, like he can play a lot, and he, uh, it, you know, from what we've we've read, you know, we haven't seen so much, but we, he he seems like he can play a lot of different positions. So that's, in my mind, that like puts a lot of different scenarios in place where like he can cover some things. Like if, um, like if you know we end up selling Wagner, we have still have depth that I, I left back with him and Real, and then if you know if. Maybe we we want to put him in midfield. We ha we can you know fit you know Montero at the ten, push Fontana even up to the second striker because we're thin up there, and then you know maybe Flack can play you know the the left box box midfielder, or like he can just be depth behind Martinez if Martinez get called up or gets hurt. Like there's a lot of things he could he could fill into, and like based off of what we we're, we're seeing like his positions that he's played. So like it it feels like a pretty a pretty solid signing just to fill in some depth and have him like you know playing these different positions and it's also like seeing some of the things that he said when they announced like he's seems like a great fit he really wants to be like a pressing like be in a pressing style seems like that's like perfect for him and, and his playing style so like it, it just seems like a solid signing and like these kind of midfielders that are just like willing to press and to play different positions this feels like the perfect earned stand signing like montero like these are the kind of guys that i expect him to, to pick up just to like have these like this arsenal of midfielders that can play all the anywhere in the diamond and, and just is willing to press and, and just work hard for him. So I feel like he, you feel like he could be a good fit. Nice over under. Um, how many games he starts this year? I don't know. I mean, this, this year's going to be weird with all the, all the competitions going on. I feel like he's, he's going to have a chance, but I, I mean, he's going to, it's going to take some time. Like there's already like, he doesn't, hasn't had a lot of time to, to really get, get used to the, the union and everything. And, I, I would I would think maybe some of the homegrowns might have an advantage since they're like already in the system already and you know know the country and everything so maybe he it might take him some time but you know he's a little bit older he's got maybe a little bit more professional experience than them so I don't know I feel like he it, it's hard to say we haven't actually I haven't you know we saw the highlight of his his banger but I don't know like much about where where he's at so it's it's hard to tell do you what do you, do you have any like thoughts on him and like any like things where you think he could play. Uh, absolutely none. I, I <laughs> that's some solid analysis there. No, I just have been busy with my new job. I haven't gotten a chance to really do a deep or a shallow dive on him. Um, it's just nice to see the union signing some players. I think I saw something that they already have more players than they had at this time last year. So, 
Uh, obviously, there's some green. Well, maybe not obviously, but they have some green card stuff where they got, I guess, some guys uh, their green cards because we only have so many international spots. I think we have one too many international players for spots that were allotted. Um, but yeah, so I mean, he's an American, so he doesn't impact that number, mm-hmm. and so that's a cool that's a cool find. And uh, you know, I always I always think like, okay, I think I've got a pretty good grasp on Americans playing overseas, and then there's obviously always more because here's this kid who I. I'll admit I had no idea who he was when they signed him, um, but he's an American who was playing overseas, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so more importantly, they signed a fourth goalkeeper, Greg <laughs> Randitzine, Randitzine, Sing, I think. Um, Greg, uh, he's got some history uh, in the league, Orlando, Minnesota, some USL history too. Um, what 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 do you see that meaning as far as the team does does it mean anything is it just the depth does it mean anything for where freeze will be playing what are your thoughts on i mean it it obviously means we're selling andre blake to um to liverpool and and blake's blake's gone so that's that's probably what this means that's 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 what, what my take was right isn't that like what everyone's saying um no no one said that oh okay well that's good then I feel like the general consensus people were kind of thinking was like, oh, that just means Freeze is going to be playing in uh, like Gold Cup then? Like, too. I... I mean, I, I really don't think it means anything. I think people, I think there's an overreaction to signing this guy. I think it's literally just a guy because Blake's going to be out a lot. Freeze has the potential to be out. Um, I, I feel like it was more of a cover for Freeze being in the Olympics because, like, I, maybe like. With it, 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 the timing would be Blake would be out or whatever too, but mm-hmm. um, and then now like maybe that's kind of free, freed up now that and Freeze won't have to worry about that because I don't think Freeze could get, get into like called I don't think he would have called up like Gold Cup or or Nations League because like I feel like the the top guys would get get you know fill in there right yeah, so yeah. I, it's, it's it seems interesting I don't know but there are so I, many competitions but... that like it doesn't hurt to have another goalkeeper and I'm sure he's not expensive or anything. Right, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's. I, I think the biggest thing that really where it really hurts us. Um, I think this is. I don't think I've heard enough about this, but like, where is Charlie Lyon gonna fit onto this team? Right. If you're if you're gonna ha- uh, sign Greg, then where is where is Charlie gonna be? And I I'm, I've got the Charlie Lyon goalkeeper kit, 2021 goalkeeper kit in my cart. I'm just waiting <laughs> to hit purchase. But uh, waiting to figure out what jerseys, what what logo to what put on the front. Logo, <laughs> what logo? I got the green one. I just don't know what logo is going on that one. So, um, so I guess I guess Charlie's not coming back to the union, but uh, R.I.P. to his union career, or right now. But a man can hope. Yeah. All right. Uh, other big signing today: Aurelian Collin, re-signed with the union. Um, yeah. Uh, does does he <laughs> does he see the field in your mind? I mean, I kind of hope not, but it's like I don't know. I almost saw it like if if we really needed, if it was something like I was kind of thinking like if Martinez was really hurt and we didn't have any like anyone ready to go at the number six and we want to put Jack up there, and like maybe Finley wasn't in the country yet, like he was still like dealing with some stuff, and it was if we had like had to put Colin and Glesnes into the CCL game. Like I think Collins' veteranness and like his kind of style, like he's kind of he's known to be like kind of a uh, 
tough to play against a center back. I feel like that's like not a not a bad thing to have in a CCL match where we're, we're going against a team that's of a foreign team in in a foreign competition. He has experience to like you know deal with these things. I feel like that wouldn't have been terrible. I don't. That's not really going to be the case. Any. I don't. I don't think. But. I don't know. Like he's a, he's a veteran. He seems like a cool dude. Good to have in the locker. So that's that's about all we really need, I guess. Right. Yeah. I I think that's that's about it. Cool. <laughs> so I mean, the roster is coming together, and I think that's an important thing. That uh, I don't know. I I would say it is funny. You know, we we all say trust the Ernst, and then I don't know. There's a lot of trepidation with some of his signings. I think there's still the wanting that uh, to have someone who inspires the fans a little more than what we've signed so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who who will, you know, maybe light up the scoreboard a little more. And as we uh, will get into with this CCL preview in a second, is uh, we, we don't really have guys to score right now, and and. Um, so let's get into our CCL preview because we're going to be going into this one next week, with, next Wednesday, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, against Saprisa in our first CONCACAF Champions League. And so the Doopy brothers is about to break it down the best way we know how to break it down. Luke, I'm going to let you start and then I'll fill in where you miss. <laughs> All right. Um, so I'm going to start with a question then. Okay. <laughs> what are we? What do you think we're expecting like, what are you expecting out of this first leg against Costa Rica, you know, given our current roster and injury status? Like, what do you expect to see? Like, what kind of, I don't know, what do you, what do you speak, like, what kind of result do you, you think we're going to get? Um, well, well, as you were breaking it down, Saprice is in a bit of a lull, not doing too hot. Um, I think he said, what, four wins out of the last 15 games, eight losses or something. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I'll bring that up. Yeah, they haven't won in in six games their past six games they've had a couple ties but and, and, and a couple of losses so they haven't won in, in, in a bit so it's kind of like a down slope possibly um their their record right now and their closer is four eight and three so not not that's nothing cr- incredible um yeah I, I can't say i watched any of these games so i'm not sure what's really happening there but like it doesn't it's not like they're it doesn't seem like they're you know lighting it up right now so i think we're kind of maybe catching them at a, at a good time yeah, yeah, and I think I think uh, obviously best case scenario you still win, but um, best case realistic scenario you got get out of there with a tie and come home and try to uh, get a win in front of the home fans. I, I think that's the best case any any team can um, come up with in a tournament like this with a home and away. Um, now, when it comes to our lineup, you know, yeah, it'd be great if we'd win, but. How how can we score more than them right now? And, and I don't know where the goals will come from. I mean, it'd be great if Fontana can put up another goal or two. But, yeah, I mean, that was against a preseason D.C. United team that um, was not really an MLS qual- uh, caliber 11. I, I don't know. Um, what do you see? What do you see our goals coming from in this? Yeah, that's tough. Um, yeah. I feel like our goals are going to come from some fluky play that, you know, maybe Fontana finds finds himself in his favorite spot right outside of the box and he can bang one in. I it, it it does seem crazy like literally every striker is is injured. Um, you know, 
Casper seems like he might have a chance to potentially make it be ready. I think if I remember, I'm remembering correctly, it was, it was, he has like a back injury that maybe he's going to be at least ready to, to dress for the game. I doubt he'll even start, but it's like, oh man, we're, we were already talking about like, we should sign a new striker and then like all of our current strikers are gone or, or not, are not available. So it's like, even Jack DeVries is just like this, this week, like got a concussion. So like, is he not even going to be ready? Like, are we just going to play no striker? Like not even, uh, it's, it's kind of crazy. Like I, 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 I'm, I'm like seeing this, I'm like, all right, well, we should just play five in the back play like four four like midfielders and then Fontana up top and he's barely a striker we just like park the bus and you know just try to get a clean sheet or as little to you know get as little goals as possible and just try to survive down in Costa Rica like do you have do you have anything against that or, or with this current status I mean I think I think if you're going with I mean I think it's a very realistic idea to do something like that where yeah, and it's and it, it stinks that that's kind of the place that we're kind of at. Yeah. Um, it, because it... you know this is our first time, first time in this tournament, and obviously you want to be, you know, put your best foot forward, but at the same time you don't want to say, all right, we're gonna start, you know, foot on the gas, and then all of a sudden they break us down, and you know, 15 minutes in we're down two nothing, tails between our like tails between I don't know, you know like just shell-shocked basically so yeah yeah there's like a realistic way to look at it and then i you know this would be fun fun to go after but you know probably not the best idea yeah it's really funny it's like i really don't like the using the expression but it's like it really feels like one of those like that so union moments where it's like we finally made it to the ccl this like pinnacle of our our, our region's you know competition and then we have all these injury problems after a year where we had like no injury problems basically right so yeah. it's like of course this happens to us in, in, in our moment but i don't know like it seems like some of the homegrowns can play like you know mcglynn and you know and, and aronson and it seems like they you know could be better than we're kind of thinking they're or like more ready than we're, we're we're expecting them to be so maybe they surprise us and maybe we can you know, get a shock result. That's another thing about this tournament. Like, I remember, like, watching last year. Like, the games are crazy. It's like this is, anything can happen. So hopefully, with anything can happen, just like goes in our favor. We get lucky, and some fluky things happen, and we get a result. Like that's like I'm not like not that I'm like banking on that, but that's something that like it's you know it's always like no matter what anything could happen. It's like I'm not, I'm not sure what I'm trying to say here, but like we we always have a chance. <laughs> It, it would no. be fun. It would be very fun to get into a wild CCL game. Yeah. That, I think that would be maybe maybe the ideal situation, win or lose. Give us a good... Um, it doesn't have to be good soccer. Just a good entertainment. Entertainment. There yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. Cool. I like it. I like that. Let's settle on some good entertainment. <laughs> um. All right. Cool. Cool. All right uh this next thing let's say for the next half of the show sound good sure cool man all right so let's take a break after that we'll come back and talk about something matt doyle said we'll talk about some u.s soccer fang and then we'll give you our predictions for that ccl game come back <laughs> 
after this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, I lost it. Uh, what do I say? Alright, welcome back to the Doopy Brothers Podcast, presented by the Brotherly Game. AJ and Luke talking union stuff. So Matthew Doyle, MLS Soccer, MLSsoccer.com writer. Wrote about every team's most important player for the 2021 season. Um, Luke, you said you didn't get a chance to read it, so I'm going to make you guess. Who do you think Matt Doyle said our most important player for this season is? Um, I feel like it would have to be Martinez, right? Is that... This segment just got a lot more boring because Luke nailed it. <laughs> yes, it was Martinez. I was always going to say Montero because I heard I, I heard he was Matt, Matt Doyle was like talking about Montero being a player that that he could see like taking the unit to the next level this this season. But uh, yeah, I think Martinez is is definitely the the the, the, the solid pick because the team is just a different team without him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would say he's also so when I saw that article and I clicked on. I'd almost forgot about Martinez. He's, I feel like he's, we all love him. And I wouldn't say he's like unsung, but in a way, maybe because he's only had one season with the union, he's not someone who came to my mind right away. I almost was thinking uh, Fontana, but. I think you didn't think about it because like, he's one of those positions that it's just like, that's a lock, like kind of like yeah, what yeah, Ro- maybe, maybe Ray Gaddis was at for right yeah. back. It's just a lock. You just like, it's kind of like you're overlooking it because these other spots are maybe a little more up in the air. Yeah. I feel like Andre Blake would also be in that conversation as far as most important because I mean, we all know why, because, um, and then the only other one I could kind of think of was like a Bedoya. Yeah, like, I, I feel like it could be interesting about Bedoya. Like, I don't know if... I feel like this could be the year where we start to try to, like, not phase him out, but try to make him less important so we don't have to play him all the time. So is that some place where, like, Flock could fill in? Maybe. I feel like he seems to be more of a left-sided um, guy, but maybe, like, Montero could go to the right. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I, I'm not I'm not trying to, like, be down on Bedoya, but I just feel like maybe, like, this is the point where we try to, like, you know, change things up because, like, he, I, I, I just, like, I know they said, like, he was in great fitness in the preseason, but, like, I, I don't want us to have to depend on him to play 34 games in, like, every minute because that's, right. I don't, I just, like, I don't think he could do it. Like, not that I'm, I'm doubting him, but that's just, like, physically it seems impossible for someone at his age with, like, how much he has been playing for us. I feel like him and I are at the same age, so I'm a little offended, but... <laughs> I understand what you're saying. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just th- I was just thinking, like, if Bedoya, let's say Bedoya goes down, that's a, yeah, I guess you could slide Montero. Oh, I, don't, I don't know. There's just, like, there's a couple guys where you're not sure about the depth. And I think it just comes from the not knowing about, you know, all of these uh, homegrowns and then plus does, does Fontana fit better as a striker or a 10 um, and then what does that mean for the next if, if you're shifting pieces around and stuff so yeah I, I feel like there's multiple places where I was going to say if Bedoya goes down that might be our biggest hole but really if if any of those midfielders go down I feel like Martinez Martinez's playing style is too hard to replace like it's too yeah. unique 
like Bedoya, like he's amazing, but like he's he's kind of the kind of player that a homegrown could at least emulate enough, or a bench guy could like maybe Flack or and Montero could pair up and they could do enough to get by without Bedoya. But Martinez, like I don't think Flack, Flack isn't doesn't seem the kind of player that would play like Martinez, and we know Orbitz isn't isn't that kind of guy either. So like. It, yeah, it, counterpoint, just... counterpoint, you didn't mention the guy who would replace him, though. Elliot? Yeah. They okay. did, they, the only, I just bring it up, just this counterpoint. Mm-hmm. They did play without Martinez and put Elliot in the six, and, and it wasn't a terrible. No, but it, it was just different, though. He's a, he is a, also, he's not, he's not bad at that position, but he's just, uh, is it, he does, plays it differently. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Cool. Um, so do you want to so, get into yeah. some U.S. soccer news? Yeah, so I guess it's been, a, it's been a fun week with, with that it, stuff. It, it's been like a huge uh, cluster. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's start with the. Uh, oh, let's start with something that's not a cluster. Well, maybe it is a cluster. The U.S. Open Cup. Uh, the first three games will decide who gets in, and so what does that mean for the Union? So what is it like sorry i should have figured this one so we've got we have we're at columbus and then we're, we have two home games uh, miami, miami and, new york, and new york city so it's okay. it's not the easiest schedule at least we have a couple of home games but it's gonna be tough because especially like we're, we just talked about all these question marks we have with the roster and like not that we're down on the roster but it's just things that are probably going to take some time to figure out so having these three games have to decide an open who gets into the open cup it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Uh, what do What do you think about that? Yeah, I, and there's like the soccer stuff that that's really important to, to keep in mind. What? <laughs> Hell? You know, like soccer things that are really important. What? We got Doopy sister did on you, the pod. Did you cover that yet? Hi, Hill. How's it going? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! Hill's here. Oh, that's so cool. Doopy sister on the pod. Nice. Spot cameo. <laughs> um, she she's coming up with us this weekend. All right. Yeah, good, good, to, good to talk to you, Luke. Yeah, so, you yeah, too. See you on Sunday. See you soon. There you go. There you go, everyone. You heard Doopy sister. Uh, that's almost the full Doopy family's on. We just gotta get Doopy mom on some point. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> do we have a chance? Of how many teams get in? Sorry, I was all distracted. Eight. Um, I should know that. I don't know. Cool. But I think I think we do have a chance. Uh, regardless, I don't think Miami. Um, I think I think it's good to get Miami early before Phil Neville Neville Neville's <laughs> um, got the team under his like full control or whatever. You know, he's still kind of learning the ropes. And I, I don't know about New York City. I don't I don't know if they know about themselves as far as you know what kind of a team they're going to be right now. I think Columbus is going to be a tough one. But if we can. I think if you get two wins, you give yourself a shot, obviously, because I think, I assume, every team in the league with two wins will be uh, at least putting themselves in a good position for the Open Cup. So if we get two wins, I think we're okay. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It, it is sorry, I was looking up. It is eight. Oh, okay, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, um, because how many teams can get two wins in their first three games? Like, I, I, I don't know do a deep dive into like previous years how many teams are at six points after three games like 
eight might be a good number. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into more cluster. Uh, Olympic team failed. Um, and I, I don't know. Does it matter? What do you think? What do you I think don't know. It? It's so hard to like even understand this. And like, I'm, I'm. There was so much conversation about this that I'm, I'm getting. I, I got sick of it already. But it's like, I think we're fine. I, I like I was so excited like that Sunday was so exciting because we had the two games and it was like so fun to watch that's like all I did that day and like I was so excited about the the senior team even though I was basically all under 23 guys anyway right. um and they were like so fun to watch so much talent so exciting like you know they it was two one it wasn't even like that like great of a game but they just still like they just like seeing those guys out there and like it's still not even the full strength because of you know COVID restrictions and stuff. But like just seeing that team be put together with so much talent is was so so um, gave me so much optimism about the U.S. men's national team, which I haven't had in years, you know. Mm-hmm. So like losing Open Cup with the guys down there sucked. Like that's that shouldn't have happened. Like even with the guys they had and you know all that, like they still should have won. They should have beat uh, Honduras. Um, that's really like you can't really debate that. But if it's like it's not like a, I don't know, Open, the Olympics isn't, isn't like a make or break tournament. Like it's, it would have been fun to be a part of. And like, I even had a friend like, oh, I would have watched that if the US was in there. Like, you know, something like, like stuff kind of sucks, but it's not like, we're not in a, in the same spot where we lost, lost out on uh, making the world cup in 2016. Right. So it's, I don't know. Do you, what, what's yeah. your take on it? I, I think it just, I think it just stinks for the players. I mean, uh, they're like, I feel like it stinks for players who didn't have a chance to have an impact on it. You know, like there are some guys who are probably in Europe right now who would want to go, would want to go to the Olympics, but they didn't have a chance to play in the uh, qualifiers, obviously. So um, it stinks for them. Um, it stinks for, you know, just, just the human element as far as players. And then also as fans, you know, we're going to have to sit around and, tell non-soccer fans when they were watching the hey where where's where's the u.s and we have to say oh well, we didn't qualify like oh why not well we lost to honduras and they'll say what's what's a honduras um and our friends uh, are idiots just, yeah i mean yeah, <laughs> i mean i to be fair i don't have any friends but uh <laughs> anyway yeah no i um, i it, it does suck but i mean it's always like the silver lining with like the olympics at least is like well we still have the women's national team yeah. that's probably going to win gold so that's at least we have them to root for and like the olympics you know u.s does pretty well in all the other stuff there so it's it's you know we can probably get and, by and pretty unnoticed not being there and had we made it it's also like man the the, the squad that we could field that's under 23 right now would be pretty sick if you went full strength but, yeah, but it's also like, would those guys even be able to make it and like get to that tournament? Because like right. the clubs are aren't always easy to work with. So like, it's that's not even like like I mean, not it wasn't even locked in that that would happen. Generally in the summer they're not playing, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, then there was some fun between two U.S. soccer personalities. I I, I almost use the word legends, but that's not quite the word. Twelman and Altador got into it via Twitter beef, and you know, just kind of like like Twelman. He's he's on TV now, so he's got his character. He has everyone has a character on TV, and so he's got to 
say some stuff. Altidore didn't like it. And so you just have two U.S. national team forwards going at it. And it's just on Twitter. And I just, I, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot was made out of it. Um, both people had right things, wrong things. I don't know. And, and it's just, it's on Twitter. So how seriously can I really feel about that? But more just fun of U.S. soccer. I think it was kind of a emotional week between the Olympic failure and no one's happy about that. And, uh, but, but yeah, so that was just U.S. soccer funness. Yeah, um, I, I, some things I would say about that, like, yeah, I agree. Like, it's 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 good to have like you know voices in U.S. soccer like talking about this stuff, but like on Twitter isn't. I it's like that's why like I never like try to engage in like Twitter beefs because it just doesn't get anywhere. Because on Twitter you just can't have those like actual conversations and like the nuance and those to like actually make that productive. But it, right, yeah, like so does yeah, like does. Altador not have Twelman's number or a way to reach out to Twelman and say, "Hey, that's your perspective. Here's mine." Or does Twelman not have some like someone within U.S. soccer who could be like, "Hey, like maybe don't say this. It's gonna offend people." Like, yeah, get on the phone. Get on the phone with you know so and so and right. Like, make it an interview. Like Twelman, Twelman can probably set that up. Make it an interview and like have them like really talk it out. Like that'd be really cool and like really productive and like outdoor can really say his piece and like i don't know like i do like to like outdoor has been like interesting to see on on twitter like like obviously he does a lot of great stuff and and but like seeing how how supportive he is of like the next generation of of men's uh u.s men's soccer players like he's always like rooting for like the, the young guys coming up i think that's pretty cool to see because like these guys are like inevitably going to be like taking his spot. So like, it's cool to see him just like rooting for them and like seeing his, how supportive he is. And like that stuff has been like pretty cool to see. Um, Cause you could see it going the other way where he's like still trying to compete with these guys. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it was, I don't, I don't know what else more to say about it. Yeah. So then lastly, speaking of another U S soccer forward, um, Bobby Wood, Bobby Wood signed with, Real Salt Lake. And so the question is, would you have wanted Bobby Wood on the union? I mean, right now I'd take any striker, right? I, I think that's right. And I think it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like it's part of just kind of where we're at with the union striker pool is that, you know, we'll take anyone right now because we are pretty thin and we have high expectations. And so I think that's kind of where we're just kind of stuck sitting at. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess if we're trying to find a striker that stays healthy, Bobby Wood might not be the guy, but um, I, I mean, he was good. Like I remember thinking like he was a pretty, pretty exciting player, you know, way back when, but I don't know. I think it's cool that he's, he's coming, he coming to, to MLS. We get to maybe see, or I guess we don't see him this year, but maybe at some point. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I mean, we'll regardless probably see him playing more this year than if he's playing over in the Bundesliga just because we watch MLS. And, and he is, yeah, a player who, I mean, he's not washed up. Like, there's there's a chance he could make some sort of an impact somewhere, right? Right. So. Yeah, I, I yeah, I think he, he could have been interesting for the Union, but I, I do feel like... It, I, I, I don't know, this just pops in my head, but, like, we're seeing, like, like Tanner find these, like, young guys, like, like Leon Flack, like, maybe, like, 
can he find like a striker that like i feel like he hasn't found like a young striker that like is like a diamond in the rough like it'd be cool to find a guy like a striker that that could have like that kind of potential that maybe flack or wagner had and stuff like that rather than like kind of like an older guy like wood or you know Vooten and stuff like that like i feel like that would be an exciting guy to really get the, the fan base going yeah yeah i agree and like where yeah i feel like those guys are coming from kind of regions that Tanner doesn't exactly search as in, you know, South America. I feel like that's where those young strikers are coming from more often than not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's, that's true. That's not his, his forte of search. Um, cool, man. Uh, so it was April fools and, and April fools is always kind of annoying around the soccer community, especially on social media. Everyone's making stupid jokes like, Hey, look at our new Jersey. And it's like something stupid or, Hey, we signed Messi. <laughs> Okay, that's stupid. No, you didn't. Um, our new our new sponsor is Bimbo. Yeah, right. Who would have that? Oh wait. Huh? Um, anyway, anyway. So uh, I just gotta give a shout out to Brotherly Game who uh, and and myself because we came up with this idea of making a video of what it would be like for Fang if he had no legs, and that was last year. And that was not April Fool's. That was just like a normal day. Where we're just <laughs> a normal day in AJ's life. <laughs> a normal day. I'm making a video of a snake with no legs or arms. And then sure enough, lo and behold, Fang. Fang comes through, does it a little more high quality video, a little more uh, more of a production. It's the same bit though. He Same kind of struggles. Same bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I can say we've all been there between <laughs> us. Um, I will say that was like my funny, the funniest thing, like that video that you made. Uh, it makes me laugh every time. Yeah, no, I watched it again. It's just like so terrible, but <laughs> so funny. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's pretty terribly bad and good at the same time. Um, all right, so ready for predictions? I think we covered it all. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. All right, man. Next Wednesday, Union Saprisa. What, what's your prediction? Oh man, this is so crazy. We actually have a game. A real prediction. A real here. game. Okay. My prediction is that I'm going to say we win 1 0. And it's going to be an ugly, ugly, ugly game, but we're going to figure it out. And like, it's going to be a goal off someone's shin and it's going to be just a fluke. But I think I think that's going to happen. It's, I feel like it's going to be a homegrown, too. It's like uh, making a legend himself. Are you? You're just gonna say you think it's a homegrown. You're not gonna give I, a name. I, you're not gonna say like Paxton. I, okay, I'll say, I'll say Paxton then. All right. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if that's how he starts his union career? I know, but I mean, Aaronson Brendan started his union career scoring against Braguzan in front of like seventy thousand in Atlanta. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I'm not, not doubting it, man. Um, all right, so you kind you kind of said what I wanted to say. I wanted to say yeah, one that's why I want to go first. All right, so I will go ah, uh, I don't want to go like lame and go tie. You all can right. go one zero two and just maybe have something else to no, that's stupid. um all right, I'm gonna go crazy. It's gonna be a three nah. Yeah, we're going crazy. You should show us how much thought we we put into these predictions. No, I know, yeah, and we do it on on air. I'm gonna go four three. 
it's going to be it's going to be one of those games where you're like it's going to go into union folklore yeah i guess that's it right union folklore yeah um <laughs> all right so my goal scores will be jamira will score one i'll have fontana two and um uh, paxton paxton's a good one uh but i'm gonna bedoya because bedoya always always comes up in the right time so you got 1-0 with a boring game, a fluky goal. Mm. I've got 4-3, a lot of excitement. The captain wins it for us. That's it. That's All right. It. Cool, man. All right. Cool. All right. So our next podcast will be after a game. We'll get to actually react to one. Um, we'll get to say, wow, AJ, great prediction. And <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we'll have Doofy Sister here again. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. Nice yeah. to, that was a nice surprise. That was fun. Yeah, I wanted to do it on there. I wanted you to hear. That was cool. Hear her on there. So, all right, man. Well, good job tonight. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Make sure you what do you say? Leave a review, rate us, or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, go on. Keep being good people. Union goal.